Hello, my friends. How are you today? You're listening to the St. Mark Bemidji Sunday Edition Podcast, which is brought to you by the Chicken Harness and Leash Company. What the flavor of farm fresh eggs, but you don't have a giant yard? Well, now you can take your chicken for a walk on the town. It's fashionable and eco-friendly. You can be the envy of your friends when you're the first one in your block with the chicken harness. This podcast features a replay of our Sunday sermon, or on occasion a sermon from another Wells sister church. Today's sermon is from our home church right here in Bemidji, and is based on a reading from John chapter 14, verse 1 through 11. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him, and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you for such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. And now, on to today's sermon with Pastor Z. In the name of Christ Jesus, who is indeed the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Uh, Just for the record, this wasn't anything that happened as a part of our own congregation. But not too long ago, there was a young man who came up to me. He didn't belong to our church, as I said, uh, but he wanted to leave the Christian church. Uh, he was a, had been a Christian. He had been brought up in a, in a Christian home, um, and he was filled with all sorts of, of angst against the church itself. So I asked him, I said, well, why? You, you were brought up this way. You had, you, you, you've been instructed in this way. And he gave a whole host of reasons as to why he wanted to leave. Um, you know, typical stuff. Uh, the church is too stodgy and old. It's full of people that are hypocritical. Mostly old folks. Um, not a whole lot of youth activities going on. I didn't really know the pastor all that well. Um, at, you know, the... They don't really do enough in the community. And to some of that, maybe because we're sinners, he's right. But that wasn't the main reason why he wanted to leave the church. I pressed him on it a little farther. The biggest reason why he wanted to leave the church was this. 
How can Christians say that they know the only way? How can we be so arrogant as to claim that we have it? He began by asking me as if he was kind of searching and applying for a loophole if Jesus actually ever said. Did he actually ever say that he is the only way to heaven? Full stop. And I brought him here. These words in John chapter 14, his last lesson to his disciples. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Yes. Yes, Jesus says that he is the totality of access to God the Father in heaven. Eternal life. He is the living water. He is the gate through which His sheep go. There is no other way to get there. And perhaps our own sinful natures have wrestled with this in one way or another similar to that of this young man. How can we say? How can Jesus say this? Why would God make it to be this way? That our faith is seemingly such an exclusive Message. There are billions of people in the world. There's over 300 active recognized religions on this planet. How can we be so sure? Doesn't it just sound painfully arrogant that we're the only, we say that we're the only ones that have it right? Or maybe you wrestled with it in, an, in another way uh, to make it live for you a little bit. Um, maybe you know. Uh, maybe you know somebody who is uh, near death or, or they have, they've died. Um, and when you think about this person, um, man, they're just such a good guy or such a good lady. Kind, generous, helpful, not profane. Raised a good family, has good moral, uh, a good moral compass. They were honest. They had a happy life and a happy marriage, but they never went to church. They never said anything about Jesus. And when a person like that is near death or they have died, we have that part of us that is within us that says, man, God's got to have Mercy on their soul, right? They were just such fine folks. But they just never put those words together that, 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 or, or those thoughts. They just never confessed their Savior. They never went to church. They were never baptized. And maybe we loathe our faith for just a minute. Because it is so exclusive. Why would God make it this way? That there is no other way, that there is no other truth, that there is no other life apart from the one that's found in Christ. Well, for one thing, friends, the reality of the situation is this. Everything in the world, everything in the world that calls itself spiritual, and I know we hear that a lot, that gets thrown a lot. I'm, I'm a spiritual person. I'm a spiritual person. Um, I meditate. 
I focus on positive energy, or maybe you know somebody that really uh, kind of abides by the whole law of karma thing. What goes around comes around. Maybe you know somebody that says that they believe in a higher power. They're pretty sure there's something bigger out there, but they just don't know what. Or maybe you follow the religion of the day as an Orthodox Republican or an Orthodox Democrat, or maybe, maybe you say you're woke. You want to be a voice for the oppressed or the repressed demographics in, these, in this country. All of these things smack of spirituality and religion. There's an order to them. They all promise something better or a sense of fulfillment. But each and every one of these things, be it a good work or something that calls itself spiritual or even another religion, all of these things have their sights set firmly and only and solely on the ground in the here and the now. None of these things have their sights set on things above, which makes none of these things truly and actually spiritual. I heard it said, I put really, really well the other day. We are not human beings that have intermittent spiritual experiences. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And there's no other person that teaches this to the greatest extent other than Christ and Christianity. It comes out in the text for today. Listen to how Jesus answers Thomas. Thomas says, excuse me, Jesus says, you know the way to the place where I am going. Isn't referencing like, you know me, you know my Father in heaven. You know where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? Thomas has his eyes on the ground. Where are you going, Lord? Persia, Syria, Greece, Rome. How do we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the, and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, then you know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him. You have seen him. Full stop, drop the mic. There is no other way. Even in this last lesson, Jesus is still teaching His disciples. He's lifting up their eyes. In the eyes of anyone who would ever inquire or doubt Him, He says all these things while He's eating the Passover with His disciples. And He tells them that now He is going to prepare a place for them. Oh, what's... What's that mean? It's not hanging drywall and making beds and painting rooms in the mansions in heaven. He says, I am going to prepare a place for you. And what he's talking about there is the next day on the cross. When he'd shed his blood for the sins of the entire world. To open the gates of heaven. To open the, the, the gates of heaven so that those many rooms, those mansions in heaven might be full. Jesus says He is the way and the truth and the life. This is the way in to those many mansions. That cross is the way in to those many mansions. And so yes, as I wrote in the theme paragraph in your service folder today, if you, if you read it, um, the Gospel message is indeed exclusive. 
There is only one way. There's only one truth. There's only one life. However, the message is, on the flip side, the most inclusive message that this world has to offer. Access to the divine through that cross. To God the Father, to heaven, and to life eternal is granted in Christ to every single man, woman, or child who has ever lived regardless of age, race, creed, tribe, gender, language, culture, you name it. The benefits of the death and resurrection of Jesus are meant for all people. Not an exclusive group who do certain things a certain way. Not just for people who have reached a certain level of enlightenment. Not just for people who have been good by our standards. Jesus is the way. He pioneered the path back to God. He is the gate. He is Jacob's ladder stretching from heaven to earth. Only He would do. Only the Holy Son of God, unblemished by sin, yet made to carry the sins of the world on His perfect shoulders, because you and I could not. His blood being the very blood of God with infinite value is the only thing that would be enough to cover the sins of the entire world. And His work and His passion to save us are what forged that way back to God the Father. Jesus is the truth. He is the only truth worth knowing. Christianity isn't about selling something to people because it gives you a better life here on earth. No, it teaches you to forgive in the face of the unforgivable. It teaches you that suffering for the faith is an honor. It's not selling a creature comfort. And we had a perfect example yesterday as we, uh, we, we gathered for the funeral of our sister in the faith, Barb Meidegger. And as, as we are here, I, I, I reminded the family that oftentimes it gets hard in the face of death or an untimely death, as I'm sure some of you know, to practice what we preach. This is the truth. The only truth worth knowing. If you knew where the fountain of youth was, if that was actually a thing, if you knew where the fountain of youth was, would we say something as silly as, well, I don't know if I want to tell anybody about it because there's just one fountain. What? No, that would be ridiculous. No, you would tell everybody if you knew where the fountain of youth was so they could find it. You would truly tell them the way. You'd share it without question. And we do have a fountain, and it's filled with blood, the cleansing blood of Christ that promises eternal life to all. Dear Christian, feel no shame in the truth that your Savior is that fountain of eternal life. And speaking of life, Jesus is the life. He points our eyes off of the sin-sick world and all the hate and all the pain and suffering that comes in it. He shows us by His death and His resurrection that eternal life is one for you. Revel in this. Rejoice in it. No matter what. The highs and the lows and the moments of guilt, the moments of sadness, pain, or earthly loss, for the Christian every single day is a life lived in Christ. And as I said in the sermon yesterday at the funeral, remember, this is only the preface of our entire existence. We are indeed spiritual creatures having a human experience. 
because Jesus made the way and He told you the truth about who He is and what He came to do. He is the life. You will never die. He did indeed prepare a place for you with two boards and three nails. So brothers and sisters in Christ, when the devil tempts us to doubt or think that God was foolish to make one way to heaven alone, or when another person questions your faith, or when somebody calls Christianity out for being exclusive, tell them, yeah, yeah it is. It is exclusive because it is through Christ alone that we live forever. But that message is for you. It's for everybody. It's the most inclusive message in the entire world because the Gospel of Christ alone as the way, the truth, and the life is for every sinner of every time and every place. And here we are, 2,000 years later, from these words being said, and it's come down to you and me as well. The truth that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. We hope that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Divine services are held right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. Our church services are live-streamed at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings and are available afterwards on our channel, St. Mark Lutheran Church Bemidji. If you're listening or watching this podcast, you are cordially invited to join us in person next week and every week. This is our fourth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarkbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. You can also search for St. Mark Bemidji on YouTube to find our channel. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again, www.stmarkbemidji.org. All scripture readings are taken from the Holy Bible, New International Version, copyright 2011, and are used by permission from Zondervan. Meditation's daily devotional is published by Northwestern Publishing House and is also used by permission. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing and telling a friend. May God bless the rest of your day. salvation free lasting to eternity